All right, what's up, fuckers? It's uh, episode 32. It's been a while. Uh, the last one I did was to recap the Woodley-Jake Paul fight. So uh, it's been like maybe a week and a half, two weeks since I've done a pod. Um, not too much craziness to catch up on with you guys, but I did want to stop in and say what's up to you. Do a little uh, practice on the mic, you know what I'm saying? I have, I guess first I'll talk about I'll talk about what's coming up this weekend. I'm going to see Theo Vaughn in comedy tour. Uh, I believe he's calling it the Dark Arts Tour, but I'm not sure. I'd I'd have to double check on that. But uh, I'm seeing him with um, three of my good, well, two of my good buddies and my brother. So three of my good buddies, um, one of them being my brother. And uh, we're going up to see the Theo Vaughn show in Cincinnati. they're having a late night show and an uh, like uh, an early show at seven, and then they added a late show at nine thirty. I really wish I would have known they were gonna add a late show because I would have bought tickets to that instead of the seven o'clock show. Just because you know the late show is gonna be more explicit, it's gonna be a little bit more wild. That's just the trend in comedy. But no big deal. We're gonna have a good time. Um, I've I've only seen let's see one two like maybe three or four stand-up shows in my life. Um, I've seen uh, Joe Rogan. I saw him up in Cleveland. He brought Andrew Santino on tour with him. I saw Brian Callen in Cincinnati. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. And I've seen uh, a couple of different comedy shows on cruises. Like no, no, uh, like um, noticeable names or anything like that. Like nobody, I, I think nobody, I remember the names of, and nobody, I think anybody would recognize the names of just, uh, little, you know, how, I don't know if y'all have ever been on a a cruise before, but they'll do like, um, they have theaters and like performative stages on the, on the boats, on the ships, whatever. And you can go watch the comedy show. And they were funny. They were decent. Those were like my real first exposures to comedy. Were well, other than like my real first exposures to comedy were probably watching like funny movies when I was a little kid. And then like uh, around the time of middle school, I, middle school, I really started to get into listening to stand up comedy. And that was completely on accident. Like that wasn't anything of my own like decision. I uh, I used to have Pandora Radio because there was no Spotify or Apple Music at this time. And I didn't want to buy every single song because it was expensive and I was a fucking middle schooler with no money. Um, but I would—I had the Pandora app and uh, I would just listen to all kinds of different fucking radio stations on Pandora. And somehow, someway, I ended up uh, getting introduced to Cat Williams and Kevin Hart. And those were the first two comedians that I was like aware of and like a fan of and listening to. So I can remember being in like sixth or seventh grade and uh, going out to dinner with my family and uh, showing my brother uh, Cat Williams comedy, uh, like just a, a bit from his uh, from his um, special. God, I don't know why that was so hard to pull out of the vernacular. Um, showing my brother a little bit from Kevin Hart's special or Cat Williams special. Before I knew what a comedy special was, I didn't even know what I was... I, I, I don't know if at the time I was like overly aware of what we were listening to, like as far as the art form of comedy. Like, 
because it was on like because it was on Pandora when I was introduced to it, it was just a voice that I was hearing in my head. So I was like, well, this is like a I thought it was like a comedy album. And I guess that's what it was. It, like it was a, a comedy album that they had released on Pandora because there was no like, like you did like it wasn't like a, a film special where you could see them acting out and moving around the stage and shit. It was just you could just hear them. So that was a really interesting introduction to comedy for me. Um, and then obviously, like as I got older, I learned more about what stand up was. I really didn't learn much about stand up until like the last three or four years. Once I started getting into podcast and like following a bunch of professional stand up comedians, and especially because now I'm old enough to go to the shows, you gotta be 21, you know what I'm saying? For most of the shows, some of them you can get in at 18 or whatever. But um, that's really become like I, I've always loved funny movies, like with the comedians. I just didn't realize like, oh, these guys like they're stand up comics who are doing movies, but like outside of this movie thing, they're hitting the stage three or four nights a week with their buddies and just having a good time. So, uh, that was kind of the genesis of my fandom and comedy. Um, and this weekend I'm, I'm really excited to see Theo. I think he's one of the best young comic, when I say young comics, I mean, he's like, a. he's not a young comic. Like he's not like in his first couple years, he's a, I'd, I'd call him a damn seasoned veteran, but he's still like, like young in the game compared to like a, uh, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, for example, like uh, he's got a ways to go before he's at that level. But it's a different thing because he's got the podcast and he's got his own unique style where like there is nobody like Theo Vaughn. Like I've never seen anybody as ridiculously funny as him. Um, but I'll come on here after the after. The, oh, yeah. Let me say I'm seeing uh, Andrew Schultz in like middle October. So that's another really good comedy show that I'm going to see that I'm really excited for. And again, same with him. He's like a like a seasoned veteran who's still got like the sky's the limit for both of them, I believe. Both of them are going to have wild successes in comedy, I think. And they're both so goddamn funny. So I'm excited for both of those shows. This, this one this weekend with Theo more so just because it's happening so much sooner. Um, all right, let me take a quick rip ski off the pen. So, um, this is like what the middle of September, like damn near exactly yeah, today's the 15th. So I got about two more weeks and then sober October starts. Which is good and bad. I look forward to it. I didn't do sober October last in 2020. I skipped it. I did one sober week in October, but, um, not a full month. Guy doing okay. I thought somebody was trying to pull up on my parking spot, oh, but I ain't, I ain't leaving, so I don't know what they're thinking about doing. Um, yeah, I skipped sober October last year, but I did one sober week against my will, which sucked. Uh, and that kind of ruined the mood for me. I was like, nah, fuck this whole sobriety thing this year, I ain't doing it. Um, I thought about doing a sober September. But I was like, you know what? Sober October is the thing. Like, that's a lot of other people are going to be doing it at the same time. So it'll be, like, good moral support on the internet. I can look around and, like, see how many other people are doing the Sober October challenges and just not being stoned. Uh, it's, it's, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I got COVID. Just jokes. No, I don't. Um, it was just a fucking dab sneeze. 
But what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted by that sneeze. The Sober October thing. So it's a... It's definitely a challenge. The first couple of days, they're always a little weird. I get a little agitated and just like pent up energy that I don't know what to do with. Um, And then by like the middle of the month, end of the month, generally I'm like... I'm doing much better with like all of my routines and everything. Like I'm waking up early, going to bed on time and like writing in my journal and meditating and fucking doing all the shit, waking up, making a healthy breakfast. Like by the end of sober October or like one year I did uh, sober April instead. Um, I always do really well, like by the end of the month. And I like by the end of the month, it's always like, fuck, am I really going to go back to smoking regularly? And I, I'll be, I'll tell myself like, no, I ain't going to do it. Like, I'll just maybe go back like once a week, maybe just on the weekends, uh, maybe every now and then during the week, if I get like a little agitated or bored or whatever. And then within, within three weeks, I'm back to being a daily stoner. If that, if it takes that long, I'm back to being a daily stoner. So we'll see what happens this time. Um, I'm going to do sober October for the full 31 days. And then I might do like half of November or maybe just a couple weeks in November. We'll see. Cause I'm going on a couple of little trips in November. And, uh, since I'm flying to places where I can't take weed to, I won't have weed to smoke. So might as well just extend the sobriety and see how that goes. Or maybe I won't. We'll fucking see. I, I'll, I'm definitely locked in to 31 days in October. No smoke, no booze. Um, nicotine's not an issue for me anymore. The first sober October I did, I was, uh, I was vaping and uh, having an occasional cigarette. Um, if I was drinking, I would go smoke a dart with the boys, but, um, I kicked the nicotine thing. I'm not like, I, it had me in its grips for, uh, for a while there, but I was able to kick nicotine and I'm, I'm not going back to that. It's too, uh, it's too powerful, but also it's like, I didn't enjoy. I don't thoroughly enjoy the way nicotine makes me feel like nicotine makes me feel icky. Like my stomach hurts. I feel nauseous. Even once I'm on it for a while and like getting used to all that feeling like that's, and I still don't feel good off nicotine. Um, my lungs feel like they're, uh, like condensed more than they should be off of the weed, like smoking dab. like maybe when I was smoking blunts, I had similar, like, but that's because of the, that, that's because of the fucking, the tobacco. Um, and I'm sure, like, I shouldn't blame nicotine, the, the chemical compound. I should blame the, the vape that the nicotine is um, laced into, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the glycerol and vegetable oil and all that other shit they're putting in vapes uh, to bind the nicotine to. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe that's not because I've, I've, I've tried nicotine pouches, and I guess those didn't really make me nauseous. But dip always did, but that's back to the tobacco thing. I don't know. And the chemicals and everything. I'm just, I'm a weed guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even that big of an alcohol guy. I drink maybe, uh, never regularly. Like, there's never, like, uh, during the fall is probably when I drink the most just because, like, it's beer season, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Oktoberfest happens and, like, just... Halloween, well, although sober October, I don't drink at all. So maybe I don't drink a lot in the fall. Maybe I drink mostly in the summer. That would probably make the most sense. Um, but even then I might drink like a, at one, uh, in one sitting, I'll have a beer, maybe two at most. 
And then if I'm getting wild, if I'm partying, like if I'm going out like for a special occasion, I might have like three drinks. Like I'm never getting blackout drunk. It's just not my thing. But I'll smoke weed until I fall asleep. And that I love doing. Um, Cause I don't feel icky. Like it's never, uh, it's never to the point of where like I'm incapacitated or like non-functioning from the weed. I don't know. It's just different. Um, so that's, uh, that's definitely going to be reintroduced the weed. I'll, I'll be smoking again shortly after. So October ends. I'm sure like November 1st, I'll probably smoke a joint. Let's be real. Um, we'll see what happens though. I'm excited for it. Let me take another quick rip. Got a couple more minutes I can talk. I've been doing a lot of hunting now that it's fall. And uh, I I started fishing a lot towards the end of summer. And then I really got into hunting again now that it's fall time. Um, So far this season, I've bagged four squirrels. One, um, the first day or I guess second day I went out squirrel hunting, I got one with my air rifle. And then I went this Sunday with two of my buddies and I got three with my shotgun. I should have had five. Realistically, I should have, I could have, I missed two shots. So I should have had five dead squirrels. And then there was another one that I should have been able to shoot and I wasn't. So I should have limped. I should have bagged out on Sunday and I bet I will this week. Uh, I bet when I report back after uh, this Sunday's hunt, I bet I've bagged out and got uh, tagged out rather and got all six. Um, That's the limit here in Kentucky. So we'll see. I'm excited to go, though. I might take my rifle instead of my shotgun this time, Um, but also maybe not. So I'm just really excited to get out there. We're going to do some fishing, I think. Let me check the weather real quick Sunday and make sure it's not going to be a fucking not going to be a wash. Nope, it's going to be a beautiful Sunday. It's going to be a sunny day on the Sunday. That's ironic. Um, so, yeah, go out. We'll probably get some more squirrels. Uh, deer season has begun. It's bow season. I might try to bow hunt Saturday and squirrel hunt Sunday. We'll see. Um, I had a good opportunity at a deer on, on yeah, this previous Saturday. I was bow hunting. I had three doe walk out in front of my uh, ground blind, and I did not shoot any of them. I didn't, I didn't draw my bow even. Um, but I think, uh, I think one of them is a shooter. So if those three come back or if just the big one of those three comes back or, uh, I won't shoot the medium or small one. They're both too small. The medium one's got another year or two. The small one's got another two or three years, I think. But the big one is a shooter for sure. So I'll probably bag her in these next couple weekends if all goes to plan. Um, I actually got to go get some more corn after this to go put out. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe one day I'll do a, a whole podcast on, on hunting in Kentucky and like talk about the whole baiting thing. Cause people have mixed feelings on baiting fields for deer and like getting them to come out to, uh, corn feeders and shit. I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings myself. Um, so maybe I'll do that episode next. I'll get with some of my buddies and we'll talk about the ethics of that and how we all think. Um, cause I'm out of time for now, guys. It's been real. Uh, I'm going to take one more rip and then I'm going to get after it and go back in and crush the rest of the day. I hope y'all fucking kill it. Uh, metaphorically speaking, I hope y'all are like 
crushing your days as well and just uh, rocking out with your cock out. Um, Tune into the next episode. Peace.